There's a certain sense of satisfaction when you achieve something, you get to the goal of your, you know, the, the goal that you've set before yourself and then you get there and then there's that feeling of satisfaction of, 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 of a good sort of pride that you've been able to, to achieve whatever it was that you were trying to set out to do. But there's something here in today's gospel that calls us beyond earthly achievements, that calls us beyond being satisfied with what we can do and what we can achieve in our own strength. Because Jesus says, look, you know, you know the Old Testament. You know, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. Love your neighbour but hate your enemy. But Jesus says, uh-uh. I'm going to call you to a greater love. I'm going to call you to be my witnesses. I'm going to call you to be a light to the world so that we can cancel out the cycles of hatred and the tit-for-tat you know, disputes that so often uh, govern our lives. And I'm going to say to you, you must love your enemy and pray for the one who persecutes you. Now, this is a radical, radical change. People would be scratching their heads and wondering what on earth Jesus is saying. We might be somewhat almost immune to the, the radicalness of it because we'll have heard the story from our, from our childhood. We'll have heard those words from our childhood. But I think if we look deeply within ourselves, are we living? Are we living this challenge that Jesus puts before us because too often I have people come and talk to me and you know the story that goes on and on and on is the the interminable you know breakdown in a relationship because somebody did something to someone and you know the 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 the, the present state of that relationship is unforgiveness resentment revenge, and all those sorts of things, which is a long way from what Jesus is calling us to in the gospel today. And I think each one of us has to constantly be looking at our relationships, constantly looking at how can I improve these relationships? Have I heard God's call to that greater love? And regardless of whether there is a response from the other party, Jesus doesn't talk about there being a good response. Jesus says, you make the step. You make the choice. You want to be my disciple. This is how I call you to live your lives. And yes, it's probably impossible to do so without the grace of God. It runs counter to so much of what our feelings are telling us. We're going to need the grace of God. But Jesus will make that grace available. That's his promise. God doesn't call us to do anything that he won't provide us with the means to do it. Because that would be, it would be evil to do that. It would be just plain wrong to call people to a response that's not possible even with his grace. 
So we know that Jesus' grace is sufficient for us to be able to make that choice to forgive, to make that choice to, to let go of the hurt and, the, and the, the, the destructive nature of so many of the way so many relationships can end up in that sort of state. So let us pray that we hear God's call to love and we make that the primary goal of our lives, the primary, the primary state of our relationships should be, I choose to love you. Despite of what you may have done, I will choose the path of love, forgiveness. Doesn't mean our relationship will be perfect, because it takes two to make a perfect relationship. But from my part, I will do what God calls me to do, because I am his disciple. I am a follower of Jesus, and that's what followers of Jesus do. And in that way, we will at least be moving on the path of perfection. We may not yet be perfect, as our Heavenly Father is perfect, but at least we can be moving towards that as one of our goals in the spiritual life.